We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and you know. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. For years they've been telling us. Good morning. The President of the United States is racist. These comments are no. disgraceful and disgusting and are racist. Donald Trump is a racist. Yes, absolutely. I can say that now. He has been uh, uh, racist. Abraham Lincoln here is one of the most racist presidents we've had in modern what history. Douchebag. What if he never was a racist? Is Trump a racist? I've talked to a number of black entrepreneurs who are trying to get financing. They could. Somebody told them to go check with Donald Trump. What a beautiful person you are. You gave him a term loan. They independently relate this tale that when they saw him, he said, this is what you're supposed to pay me? This is our agreement? Say, yeah. And then tore the check up, shook their hands, and congratulations. Now run your business. What if Donald Trump wasn't the man they told you he was? There's a lot to be said for Donald Trump. Yeah, there's a lot, you know. He's a good guy. He is really a good guy. He's not a racist. I, yeah. He's not. Growing up in the deep south, I've seen racism up close. I know what it is. And it isn't Donald Trump. Racism is evil. And those who cause violence in its name are criminals and thugs, including the KKK. So here now is just a sampling of the long history of misogyny we have seen over the years from Donald Trump. Who is a sexist? And now a sweeping report about the way he treats women. He's been sexist. What if he was never a sexist? I've known my father, obviously, my whole life, and he has total respect for women. A woman in the audience asked Trump if he'd hired veterans at that hotel. Here's how he responded. Do you mind if I do a job interview right now? We need good people. How are you? Yes. Mr. Trump, what, what we just witnessed here was pretty remarkable. I mean, this is a complete stranger who just came up and you offered her a job. What, what, what inside your gut gave you the feeling that I you felt could good her about job? her? I tell you what, I looked at her. I said, she, you know, I have gut instinct. Okay. Look at that with the tears. How nice. She's just a good. She just seemed like a good person to me. He's a race baiting. He's a pig. Xenophobic. A mutt. Religious bigot. He appeared to mock a reporter with a disability. What if he wasn't a bigot at all? What if he was actually warm and compassionate? Hey, how you doing? All right, sounds good. Holy Christ, where do I get to? Hey. No. You're giving me kind honors. I will do my end. In a world where illusions can deceive, discernment becomes our lantern, guiding us to uncover the untold truth that may lie obscured by the hands of perception.
Another great video by the Dilly Meme team. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. It's another MAGA Monday. Hold on one second. Here we go. Well, good morning, everybody in the chat. We got Rocket, Laura Ann, Wicked Jester. Good morning. Starting out a little slow this morning. I have... <clears throat> it's weird. I... We were out last night. And uh, my in-laws had barbecue and all that stuff. Got home 9.30. I was like drooling on myself, falling asleep. Yeah, I couldn't even believe it. I felt like I, I swear, I felt like somebody walked up to me with a needle and, and jabbed me with something. And all, all night I was having these weird dreams. And then this morning I'm like, I, I, I woke up my regular time. I thought it was in the middle of the night. All weird. And bear with me a little bit. Maybe, uh, maybe they're, uh, maybe they're getting to me with one of their, uh, crazy, uh, fed hallucination guns <laughs> hey band mom hit the follow hit the like wherever you are if you're not hitting the follow you're a fed rainy day and feel it is pouring here on long island in the sick blue state of new york where now it is the law went into effect now there's background checks for ammo sales yes <clears throat> just went into effect I think last week that um, if I want to go ammo, uh, go buy ammo for my shotgun or any any weapon, bullets. Now a background check for bullets and a two dollar and fifty cent processing fee for every sale. I believe now for the state. And what I guess I guess the I guess they want to charge you to do your background check two two dollars and fifty cents. What's that South Park episode? I need three fifty, three two fifty for a background check of ammo purchases in New York. My <clears throat> disgusting governor, Kathy Hochul. Yeah, so yeah, hit the thumbs up, please hit the thumbs up, or you're a Fed. Up yep, Gulf Streams in the house. Eddie three three threes in the house. Good morning, everybody. So we got a bunch of people popping in. <clears throat> All right. I kind of want to start off the cuff on something that I wasn't planning on. I just saw it. it the story like just broke. All right. Our, I don't know what's going on. Our, our military, our government, military, whatever they, I hate the term woke. I really do. I feel like everyone's capitalizing on this term. The woke military, the wokeness, the wokeness. It's just, it, I'm, it, the term is like dead already. I'm not going to say woke anymore. I'm just going to say these fucking retards. It's like the same thing. So apparently our Air Force is missing an F-35 fighter jet in South Carolina. Oh, where I want to move. Laura Ann, Laura Ann, have you, have you uh, activated your search party yet in South Carolina for the F-35 fighter jet that's missing? Apparently there was a mishap. Yeah, this is... Uh, I mean, how how far have we fallen that now we don't know where an eighty million dollar fighter jet is? U.S. asks for help finding missing F thirty five fighter jet after pilot ejects during mishap. All these things have. I mean, it's all right. If even if it crashes and explodes, they're a black box. You're telling me there isn't? They want to microchip people, but there isn't something in this plane to say, "Oh, there it is," or at least a part of it. The jet was left in autopilot mode, so there's a pot. No, come on. Come on. I didn't even see this part. Good morning, Hog. The jet, th this came out 13 minutes, uh, all right, so almost 20 minutes ago now, this uh, NBC News article. The jet was left in autopilot mode, so there's a possibility it could be airborne. <laughs> somewhere over south carolina what's still right now it's flying around in autopilot mode just flying around jets are pretty loud and this is from a spokesman at joint base charleston told nbc news like there it is this is what a usf 35 jet like this one went missing somewhere over south carolina my dog is going to sit here in the chair next to me and make all kinds of noise scratching himself are you done are you, yeah are you done I need the dog cam. 
Oh, that's what that noise is. No one's getting frisky next to me in a chair. That's my dog scratching on a leather chair. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that. All right. Hey, relax yourself. All right. The U.S. <laughs> the U.S. fighter jet stealth abilities appear to be working too well with authorities forced to ask the public. Oh, and now, so we all have to be the search dog. Like they're they're gonna treat us like we're uh, bloodhounds, and they're gonna ask the public for help in finding an F thirty five that went missing somewhere over South Carolina when the pilot ejected due to a mishap. Can you imagine right now reading this, Laura Ann living? Yeah, it's got to be out of fuel by now, and and if it's in South Carolina, it probably went over. I'd imagine maybe, I guess maybe depending on the direction it was flying, maybe it's in the water. Or can you imagine just living in South Carolina, you're hanging out, maybe you're at Myrtle Beach or, you know, wherever, somewhere down on the coast, you're just hanging out and an F-35 fighter jet just lands in your yard. You have to worry about it. Like, is this thing going to land in my house? Is this thing going to crash into my bedroom? Wow. Joint Base Charleston, an air base in North Charleston, said it was working with Marine Corps Air Station Buford to locate an F-35 that was involved in a mishap on Sunday afternoon. So yesterday. And Lorianne, you did say on Friday that the jet that the jets were up in the air. They were doing some stuff. The pilot was able to safely eject from the aircraft an F-35B Lightning II jet that was taken. And, and was taken to a local medical center in stable condition. The airbase said in a Facebook post around 5.35 p.m. Eastern yesterday. The jet was left in autopilot mode with the pilot ejected from the aircraft, so there's a possibility it could still be airborne. Jeremy Huggins, a spokesman at Joint, Joint Base Charleston, told NBC News over the phone, what direction was it going in? It's not going to end up in, like, New Jersey. However, he said searchers were focusing their attention north of the airbase around Lake... Moultrie and Lake Marion based on the jet's last known position and coordination with the FAA. Asked whether that meant that officials believe the jet could have crashed, Huggins said he was unable to elaborate, but that more information would be forthcoming. The FAA did not immediately respond to a request for comment. The circumstances that prompted the pilot to eject from the aircraft were not immediately clear. The incident attracts some criticism of Representative Nancy Mace, and she's a garbage rhino. I just don't like her. Asking in a social media post, how in the hell do you lose an F-35? Which is a, is a valid question. How do you lose an F-35, uh, Air Force? Was the Air Force pilot wearing a leather dog mask by any chance? How is there not a tracking device? And we're asking the public, like the public or bloodhounds, what, find a jet and turn it in? Hey, if you find a jet, just just call your local Air Force base and, and come and turn it in. Come and turn it in. Like... It's, it's, oh my God. Oh, here we go. Yeah, the jet's transponder, which usually helps locate the aircraft, was not working for some reason that we haven't yet determined. Come on, this is like something out of a, this is something out of a, like a sci-fi movie. This is like, this is conspiracy castle central right here. The jet's, tra so we don't know what happened that the, the, the pilot had to eject. There's a missing F-35 fighter jet somewhere. Maybe it's flying around by itself. And the transponder, which usually helps the low uh, aircraft, was not working for some reason that we haven't yet determined. <sighs> Early Monday morning, they were unable to confirm any details. That's now, today. Aerospace giant Lockheed Martin describes the F-35 series on its website as the most advanced fighter jet in the world. But is it? It's on a Chinese airfield in Cuba. Rocket, probably. But the, you know what? This is what happened. F-35 is flying around. The pilot somehow was forced out of the aircraft by the... Mexican paper mache aliens, friends. So now there's, an, there's a Mexican paper mache alien flying the American F-35 jet and is flying it to Cuba to land on the Chinese air base. Segway in the communist aliens. Come on.
The F-35 family includes three single-seat variants, including the F-35A conventional takeoff and landing jet, the F-35B short takeoff vertical landing variant, and the F-35C carrier. Which one Which one did they say? They didn't. It's just F-35 plane is missing. Oh, here we go. Yeah, an F-35B lightning jet. Okay. So that one is, okay. Either way, the most advanced fighter jet in the world. It's missing. It's gone. Have you seen it? Maybe it's in the same place as the Epstein client list. I mean, this is like, this is unbelievable. This is crazy. Hold on one second. Apologies. I had to move something. I had to move something. My, my dog's driving me crazy this morning. He's like, ah, this is what happens in a live show. You're supposed to be sleeping there. Anyway, where is this jet? <laughs> is, the F30, is the F-35 now considered a UFO? Well, I guess, if, I, I mean, if you can't identify it, it had to have crashed somewhere. It can't be, it can't be flying. This was yesterday. It can't be. It can't be flying around still. Now it's got to be crashed somewhere in the mountains, in a water, in a lake. It, they said it was going north, though. That's weird. That's odd. It's very odd. The F thirty five jet. It's gone. Is it going to turn up somewhere? Is it going to end up? Is it like a more uh, media distraction, like the balloon? What is it distracting from? It was in stealth mode, all transmitters off. I guess that could be a thing, right? Well, it's on its way to Ukraine. So we are, see this, how many F-35s are going to go missing? I thought it was, it was a Denmark and Norway giving them the, the F-16s. And then we're going to train their fighters in Arizona. Oh, my God. This is, you, you can't make this stuff up, people. You really can't. I love it. You know who's missing in the chat? AP Unfiltered is missing. See him. Hmm. Last we heard from him, he was going to the, the beach and with the, the family on, on Friday. <laughs> Maybe because Taiwan. So the other night I saw, it's funny you say that, Lorianne. I saw an article. Uh, it might have been Friday where there were 68 fighter, uh, Chinese fighter jets um, around Taiwan on Friday. They're still testing the waters over there. I, I'm just waiting for the day we, we get the headline, you know, early in the morning or in, in the middle of the night that Taiwan uh, has been officially invaded. But I just, I, I saw that this morning and I was like, wow. Whoa. AP Unfiltered was at the beach. Maybe he found the F-35 jet and he's, he's, he's flying it around. Is there a, a reward? If I find this F-35 fighter jet, am I going to be rewarded handsomely by the United States Air Force? Or <laughs> No, 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 no. If you find an F-35 fighter jet, walk away. Do not call anybody. Walk away. Because the person, the lucky person, member of the public, hey, I found your jet. That person's probably going to either have an unfortunate accident um, or just go missing and never never be seen again. So I would I would not I would not report. No. Nope. Now did you see it? No, I didn't see it. It's in your backyard, is it? I haven't been in my backyard in a few days. I haven't seen it. Oh, there it is. Crash in my backyard. Yeah. Come and get it. I I, I didn't see it. Oh my God. All right. That video I played open in the show. There's another great video by the Dilly Meme team, by the way. That was from a Little Memes from the Dilly Meme team. That was pretty great. You know, everybody wants to call Donald Trump a bigot. Everyone wants to call Donald Trump a racist. Everyone wants to call Donald Trump a transphobe, a homophobe, a xenophobe, a misogynist. I don't care. I, if I find it, I'm keeping it. Yeah, me. Oh, me too. If I found that, I keep it. I don't care what they say about Donald Trump. I was thinking about this. 
uh, Saturday, actually. And uh, we were talking about how all of the people that loved Donald Trump because they wanted something from him, whether it was a, whether it's small or, or, or big, small favor, big favor, whatever it might be. But they'll then just stab him in the back or talk shit about him behind his back. And, you know, it happens to so many people on, on so many different levels, you know, your Donald Trump level, because I, I, I get in this situation a lot. You know, I'm, I'm pretty fortunate. I, I work for myself. I have my own business, you know, a couple of them. And, you know, I'm by no means am I a extremely wealthy individual, but I'm comfortable and I, I don't, I don't have the struggles of uh, when's my paycheck coming. And I, I try, I, I go above and beyond and I help people that I, I care about and who I like. And I also get, you know, people just can't help themselves. And they will, it's just how they're wired, how they're brought up, whatever it is. And I don't care, but they'll ask for something or a favor. And then they'll ask again and they'll ask again. And, you know, it's that you keep coming to the well until the well dries up type thing. And I'm way too generous with people. I don't like to say no. I like to help everybody as much as I can. Even if sometimes I really don't want to. I'll then, I'll still help in, in one way or another. It's just me. It's it's probably one of my biggest faults is I just like, I don't I I like when people are, are happy and they're good. But make no mistake, I don't care what people say about me. Like, I don't do something because I don't want that person to talk bad about me. On the contrary, I sometimes will even help people that I know have torn me apart, that I know solid fact have talked so much shit about me or have said really, really bad things. But if I can, I'll, I would still help. Why, I don't know. It's just, I, I guess because I can. I Not so much anymore. Like, now it's, hey, you know, fuck that person. I, I know what you've done. I know what you've said. And you kind of put them on ignore. And, and I see that like with Donald Trump where obviously every, everybody loved him until he decided to run for president as a Republican and now everybody hates him. He's a xenophobe. We have to silence him. We have to lock him up. We'd love to kill him. We'd love to do this. We'd love to do that. And I think everybody gets that on some sort of level. And I just just having this conversation about it I, I was like yeah like I, I I get it often where I know that somebody they like me but we'll talk we'll talk maybe maybe they don't like me I don't care but they'll talk massive shit about me behind my back on nothing in particular depending on what it is and then I almost have the attitude where I like to kill people with kindness you know kill them with kindness and I do and I'm like oh yeah what what, what can I do for you I know you're going to talk shit about me but I'm going to do something to help you just because I think at some point that's going to eat you up. And and I've seen it. I've seen it happen with people, you know, whatever. Anyway, have you seen an F-35 on a milk carton? No. Milk cartons don't exist anymore, right? They, they don't have missing kids on milk cartons anymore. Trial trafficking became too much of a topic. So I think they decided, you know what? Let's take all the traffic kids off the milk carton. Maybe it'll stop people from talking about missing kids. Although I don't see, I don't see the missing milk carton kids near really near me much i don't i don't remember the last time i saw them. i mean do you still have the missing kid kids on milk cartons around where you are anybody in the chat i'm, I'm curious about that because i don't remember the last time I've, I've seen them although i don't even really pay attention too much and every time we buy milk it's in like a gallon jug so i don't know about the milk cartons i haven't seen it all right joe biden racisming again as always, and of course, now, the White House is trying to fix it when he does it. So White House alters President Joe Biden's speech to hide offensive comment. And this is not the first time that the White House has edited speeches in the White House archives. Because remember, those, those White House archives are forever. That's why it's great when somebody 
says, well, then Donald Trump didn't do something. We'll go back to the official White House archives under Donald Trump, and you can go that he clearly did or attempted to until the piece of shit rhinos in Congress, along with the other uniparty scumbags, put a stop to it. So he was at, oh, I was talking about his Bidenomics. Oh, you see, now he goes after what, Maganomics now, they, this posts out. Whoever's posting for Joe Biden, we know, we know Corrine Jean-Pierre is one of them. They, they just, they miss the mark every time. So President Joe Biden caught flack after inferring on Thursday that black, Hispanic, and veteran workers do not have high school diplomas. So all you blackies out there and all you Hispanics out there, oh, and veterans, nobody cares about you. Fuck you. All you people, you're uneducated idiots, according to the person that a lot of them probably voted for. Well, because, you know, they're brainwashed to be Republican haters, especially in the black and brown communities, that they don't have high school diplomas. And the White House is like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do that. that. That's not good because, you know, Joe Biden is a racist. He's always been a racist, and we have to... uh we got to do something about this. While speaking about the economy at Prince George's Community College in Largo, Maryland, which Prince George County, like it's a pretty diverse area over there in Maryland. The president touched on unemployment. We've seen record lows in unemployment, particularly, and I focused on this my whole career. No. Particularly for African-Americans and Hispanic workers and veterans. You know, the workers without high school diplomas. Actually, we have the video. This is, I mean, just look at this guy. Are you kidding me right now? This is horrible. We not only recovered all the jobs we lost during the pandemic, we've added millions more. We've seen record lows in unemployment, particularly, and I've focused on this my whole career, particularly for African-Americans and Hispanic workers and veterans. You know, the workers without high school diplomas. Yeah, the workers without high school diplomas. In 70 years for women now. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm not make, I, I can't make an excuse that this, eh, maybe he just took it out of con. I can't, I cannot make any, there's no excuse for this guy anymore. I'm going to say for the record, I think that the, uh, the show and the chat, I think we might be like a, a larger delay than usual today I mean, it might be due to the weather or the aliens that are flying around in an f-35 fighter jet or something like that so the white house later posted the transcript but made one subtle change to joe biden's ridiculous comments about blacks hispanics and veterans by adding the word end according to its website We've seen record lows in employment, particularly, and I focused on this my whole career, particularly for African-Americans and Hispanic workers and veterans. You know, and the workers without high school diplomas. So instead of saying, you know, the, the workers without high school diplomas, all those blacks and Hispanics, and those idiot veterans that couldn't do anything but join the military because they were all retards. That's what Joe Biden meant. That's how he sees everybody. And why not? I mean, the guy's getting away with uh, massive amounts of bribery. Oh, I hate the fact that I have a similar tie to the one that he's wearing in that picture. I'm going to have to burn it. Uh, I like that tie, too. So they added, you know, end the workers without high school diplomas. That was in the transcript that you can get online. But when he said it, he's like, yeah. So social media users were quick to offer their thoughts on his comment in the video. He is usually honest with how he feels about minorities. How he continues to get their vote is mind-boggling, one person commented. It's true. I mean, he talks about, remember when they were doing the COVID vaccines and he was like, you know, all you black people that can't find me, uh, that can't have access to internet. Like he said that. And then this guy went around. He was a Fox reporter, Jewish guy. I forget his name. He went to... Uh, Berkeley College, California, and he did a poll among students walking around campus asking them um, about, do you, do you think, like, not 
it was like, do you think not have oh having a ID to get a cell phone or something like that is racist? He was asking. Basically, everybody was like, um, all all the white kids in Berkeley were reinforcing, like, well, yeah, black people, oh yeah, black people aren't educated enough. They were saying to find out where they can get vaccinated because they don't have access to internet because they can't afford cell phones. They don't have ID. They don't know where their local DMV is, all this stuff. And then they went to Harlem, New York, and he was asking the same question. And they were like, I got ID. I know where my post office is. I know where my DMV is. Here's my cell phone. Here's my cable bill. Like I like literally Joe Biden will call everybody racist. I'm sorry. Joe Biden will call everybody stupid because he is a racist. And he is. He 100% is. He he could care. He, listen, he was he was brought up through the Senate by segregationists. He the whole busing thing. Kamala Harris hates him because of that. You know, during the the presidential uh, debate, you know, she just didn't get over that. Kamala Harris didn't get over that. She despises Joe Biden. Joe Biden despises her. Joe Biden is an now he's just an old racist with no cognitive abilities whatsoever that apparently supposedly the reporting is he's very depressed over hunter biden's indictment and supposedly there were reports he's wondering if he's going to live to see the case resolved yeah so is joe biden worried about he's going to die soon i could tell you somebody who's not worried about joe biden dying and that's me because I don't care either way. So, but all these, all these, you know, listen, he's lied through his whole career, plagiarized speeches, lied about law school, lied about meaning his, his placement in law school, like at top of my class, I was like in the bottom of his class, you know, claimed about visiting ground zero the day after the trade centers uh, collapse, which was a lie. He was in Senate and he, he showed up around the 20th with some delegation and so I, I actually remember when a lot of politicians were down there towards the end of September, and they just they 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 paraded him around in certain areas. Like they didn't they didn't get to really see much, but you know, piles of debris in the distance. You know, it was it just bullshit. How again he gets away with these lies, and people just continue to cover for him. And you know, eighty one million votes. Which come on, oh yeah, this is. This is the video of him talking about uh, Ground Zero. I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. Come on, man. It looked so devastating. Leave anywhere near. Where you could, from where you could stand. <laughs> yeah, Shanksville, Pennsylvania. From where you could stand. The Pentagon in Virginia. I mean, Jesus. Really? Yeah, this is... Oh, I don't know why that didn't come up on the screen, but you heard it. That was weird. Anyway. Anyway, Joe Biden, racist, is going to continue his racism all the way back to wherever the hell he's going to end up because he's not going to end up as a 2024 nominee. It, the writing's on the wall. We spoke about this Friday night on Freedom Friday. We had a good time. Friday night, we did memes of the week. We had a lot of people in the chat, a lot of the memers. It was, it was great. But we spoke about how just the the probability of Michelle Obama being somewhere on the ticket, whether it's his president, his vice president, Gavin Newsom, Democrats talking about Joe Biden aging out his age, uh, just not there to, to, to be able to be president. We have mainstream media talking about concerning about Joe Biden's age and, and things like that. So anyway, we'll get rid of that. Joe Biden is... And will always be a racist. He will continue to make these mistakes. But they're not mistakes. That's the thing. They're not mistakes. He, he's speaking the truth. His truth. Meaning. He truly believes that blacks and Hispanics and I guess veterans. Eh, you know the, the ones without. The peasants. Without high school diplomas. Without any type of, of education. Because they're all idiots. They're all beneath me. I'm over here getting millions and millions and millions of dollars from China, Ukraine, and other places, and you're all shit. 
and I'm not because I'm Joe Biden. I'm the big guy. Excuse me. Oh, good morning, Blue Boy Life. Yeah, Freedom Friday was a blast. We usually have a good time on Freedom Fridays. And usually, so we only did a two-hour show on Friday in and about because James had some uh, family obligations. He was playing uncle to his nephews. And uh, he was helping watching them or something. But typically, on Fridays, we'll we'll do a minimum of three hours. If not, most of them have been like four-hour shows on Fridays. This is, we just, we just get, uh, we just get wild. Joe is an illegitimate potato. (laughs) He's a... Is he a potato? There's got to be a better vegetable that suits him. I'm going to say a really, like, stringy cauliflower. Like, I would say, I would say John Fettersquatch out of Pennsylvania would be, like, an illegitimate potato. I I call him an (laughs) uncooked, John Fetterman out of Pennsylvania, I call him an uncooked turkey on legs. I mean, that guy's a mess. Oh, speaking of John Fetterman, I don't know if you heard, but Chuck Schumer, you know, the Senate Majority Leader, my state senator, garbage, scumbag, <laughs> he uh, he now turned around and he, there's no dress code to be on the Senate floor anymore because of John Fetterman. It's a come-as-you-are type thing because, you know, Fetterman wears basketball shorts, hoodies, or basketball shorts, and and those dicky uh, button-up utility mechanic shirts, you know, to go vote. And and the dress code was, well, you know, suit and tie. I, I think you when you're on the Senate floor, or even if you're in on the congressional floor behind the podium, you have to have for men, you have to have your jacket and tie on. I think if you're in a hearing, you can have your jacket off. But now on the Senate floor, you can, I mean, I'm now waiting to see which senators come out and dress in drag. And, you know, maybe we maybe we actually find some uh, some cross-dressers in the Senate. Come as you are, because John Fetterman, what he would do is, and he would open the Senate chamber door and make to vote and make eye contact with the vote takers and either give, you know, they would, and, and senators do do this, a thumbs up, thumbs down to vote quick. And then they would go into their office and he would do that because he was, you know, dressed like a, someone that just got out of jail. Hey, these were the, these were the clothes that you got locked up with 10 years ago. So here you go, put them on in basketball shorts and a hoodie. And you're like, you're walking out of the jail 10 years later with the same shit you were booked into jail with. Hey, look, Hey, good morning, Jonathan. Oh, by the way, all of those people that ordered cigars, they're going to go out today, 99% today, 1% tomorrow, but most likely today. There's a lot of them, and I have to say, there's a lot of them because of the the the, uh, the Dilly 300. You guys went crazy over the weekend with cigars, and uh, tremendous amount of orders are being packaged. Uh, last night and today to go out today. So those who, whether you got cigars or you got shirts, whatever it is that you ordered, they're going to go out today. USPS priority. So you should probably get them. Most people should have them in their hands by Wednesday, hopefully. So what else you got going on in the chat? Anybody else have anything cool that happened over the weekend? Throw it in there. But yeah, the whole Senate thing. All right. Yeah, with uh, no dress code, which I think is ridiculous. Listen, if you're you're a senator, you're a congressman, I think I like the fact that they are, you know, business attire. Put a suit on. Don't dress like a schlep. You're dressing like a schlep, no one's taking you seriously. Hence, John Fettersquatch. Nobody is taking him seriously. I can send you cards today, Hog. I can do that. Yeah. Let me make a note of that. Because otherwise I'm going to forget because I have so much going on. Hold on. None of my pens work. This is stupid. Okay. I got it. All right. Let's jump into a little of the man, Donald Trump. 
So he gave a speech, especially this part. He he did his uh, Meet the Press interview, which the Santa's people are ripping apart because of some ridiculous abortion soundbite. Listen, listen. There's no... There's... The primaries won already. The only thing that's going to stop Donald Trump from, from becoming the, the, the Republican nominee is the RNC itself. All right? When every poll is saying the same thing, the polls aren't fake. Bill Mitchell, DeSantis, scumbag. Okay? When he's going to D.C. speaking at the, uh, what is it, the, um, uh, what the hell is it called? Oh, the votes, the pray vote stand summit, and they're all there, and they do a straw poll, and he's blowing it out by 69 or 70%. He's going to be the nominee. So the whole abortion argument between the DeSantards and Trump supporters, it's just, it's just irrelevant. And again, single-issue voters, if that's all you, you, you care about, again, single-issue voters, voters to me are irrelevant. I, I just, you're idiots. Look at the big picture. Look what's going on. Right now, it's wild. But anyway, something that stood out in the, out of the, um, the Pray Vote Stand Summit was with me because when I was at, I mean, he said it publicly, so I don't, I don't, I don't care now. When I was at the Live Golf tournament and was able to spend the day with him, another great people, Laura Loomer was there. Uh, Cynthia Hughes from the Patriot Freedom Project, which I support hugely, and, and I would imagine by now, if you're you're here, you've been here at least a couple shows, you know what the Patriot Freedom Project is all about. Cynthia Hughes founded it. I am heavily involved in supporting Cynthia and, and the Patriot Freedom Project, and they provide legal services for January 6th family defendants and also support for January 6th families, whether it's mortgages, medical bills, finding doctors, grocery bills, whatever it might be. It's all monetary financially, so it's a nonprofit, raise money to help these people. And unfortunately, there's a whole nonprofit drama too among among every um, arena where if somebody doesn't feel like they're getting enough help, they'll, they'll shit talk the organization that's helping them. Oh, because they don't think it's enough. Or when you have somebody who doesn't have a family that expects immediate support financially, and then you have a January 6er with a bunch of kids who really, really, truly need the support financially, what decision would you make? Me, I'd want to support the family to make sure that the kids were taken care of. I don't care about some single person that is struggling to pay their lawyer bills. Yeah, it sucks. You can do a GoFundMe. Well, you can do a Give, Send, Go and things like that, and, and, and people will promote it. Everybody's promoting them. So there's always that. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um... Pelosi called for an intervention on Trump, like how the CIA intervention JFK. I mean, look what they were trying to almost do to, to RFK, right, over the weekend. So when we were there with him and we were sitting at the small table, he, he looked at, at, at Cynthia Hughes in the eye, looked at me in the eye, and he said, when I get in, I want to set up a task force to go through every case to see who is entitled to a pardon and a commuted sentence and so on and so on. Because I, I'm, I'm a firm believer of a majority of them deserve pardons and commuted sentence, but I'm not going to sit here and say that everybody deserves one. Neither is Cynthia Hughes and others who are heavily involved in supporting January Sixers. Because there are some, listen, there are some idiots there that did stupid things. Not saying they deserve five-year sentences. But there are people, I believe, that took advantage of the situation to, and made really bad decisions. Not every, listen, 
and and, and I'm not going to I'm not going to bend on that. So I like that he said that. And I heard that he that that was an idea, but he also he he's going to call on I think certain people to really uh look through these cases and I think I'm going to be very close to some of those people. So, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of talking behind the scenes, but I'm really happy that he said it. I'm going to play the video. And when I heard it, I was like, I, I, I don't get, I don't get like, uh, moved much. Nothing impresses me. I don't give a shit, you know? And, and I, and I, I have that attitude when I meet, notable people and things like that. Like, like when it's sitting with Donald Trump, it's right. It's cool. It's it's great to actually be able to have a conversation with him uh, and not just listen to him from behind a podium, like be shoulder to shoulder with him, like BSing with him about golf and things like that. And, and, and hearing what he has to say, but that, to me, it's just another person. You're like, Oh, you, I get it. It's Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that feeling was there, but then, and then it's gone, and it's like, oh, it's it's a really cool regular guy. Like he's just a he's like he literally is like anyone else out there, uh, with the exception of being a billionaire. Which, if we didn't know he, if we didn't know he was a billionaire in his history, and you were just speaking with him, you don't even think about that. It, it, it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. But the fact is, I was, I was really. I guess I could say the word is I was just really fucking happy that he said it in a public setting. And I was also happy he said it at an event in DC when he said this. So I I just, this really resonated with these Marxists and Stalinists and the administration got a Washington DC jury to convict five pro-life activists who are now facing up to 11 years in prison for simple acts of protest. You read all about it, you hear all about it, and you talk all about it. Under Biden, others are being sentenced to 10, 15, and even 20 years in prison for retribution for their political beliefs, while Antifa and other groups burn down cities like Portland, like Minneapolis. They went into Seattle. What they did in Seattle was um, they basically took over a big percentage of the city. They kill people, they loot, they plunder, and they go free. The political repression is immoral, and it's very, very un-American, and it's very dangerous for them to be playing that game. To reverse these cruel travesties of justice tonight, I'm announcing that the moment I win the election, I will appoint a special task force to rapidly review the cases of every political prisoner who's been unjustly persecuted by the Biden I thought that was great. I was like, holy shit, he said it, and he said it in D.C. And I knew what it meant, the true meaning of it, because what he said to me personally. You know, you know what's going on better than anybody, so that I can study the situation very quickly and sign their pardons or commutations on day one. I want to sign up on day one. I want to see what's going on. It's a horrible thing that's happening. So when he said it to us personally, he made it clear that he he want because I loved how he said it. I mean, it was like, I felt like he was saying it again. This isn't something that one of his speech writers or advisors threw in a speech, hey, you should say this. No, this was something that he had said on numerous occasions, but direct, I mean, um, directly to me, Cynthia Hughes, Laura Loomer sitting right there with us. It was the three of us there at the table and him. And said he, he wanted it done immediately i believe was the word he used immediately he wanted a a task force in place to go through the the cases case by case unfortunately it's not going to take one day but to go through as many of them as possible and he is not speaking about high profile 
high price tag attorneys. No, he's talking about people that are involved in the January 6th world and others say, hey, you know what's going on. You got the pulse of what's going on. This is what we need to do. And if, it, if it's going to come to fruition, it's, uh, you're going to see some familiar faces, I think, at the, at, at the seat of that table, which is, which is great from what I hear. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. I think it's great. So, I mean, Donald Trump's starting to do a lot of press. Obviously, he did meet the press with that, whatever, Kristen, whatever her name is. She's just another vile Trump hater. But she didn't even have an opportunity to really trip him up or anything. And, and again, now he comes out and he, and he dominates the, the, uh, the interviews. I mean, look what he did with that CNN town, town hall with Caitlin Collins. You know, she tried to turn it into a debate. And he told her straight out she was a nasty person. And he, you know, and, and got into it and dominated the interview. And that's what Trump is going to continue to do. But that was the big thing I really would just, that was the only thing that, that, that was important to me out of, hey, listen, he spoke about great things about not funding schools for mandates and teaching of critical race theory. I mean, if it's up to me, I think the Federal Department of Education should be completely defunded and every cent of that, because I think the, I think the education should be, more of a state's issue um, and no federal oversight in the Department of Education. That's me. And the, the, difficult to do, but it's not impossible. And I'd love to see all of that money going to the Federal Department of Education, going to like veteran services and things like that. And, and ways to help homeless children and homeless veterans and <clears throat> all that stuff. We don't need a federal department of of education. No, we don't need a lot of things in the federal government. I want it stripped down so hard. And what's crazy is, I was going to get into a couple other things, but I don't want to go past uh, too much past nine today. Um, you know, Donald Trump has been speaking about dismantling the deep state in the in the way of was that Schedule F being able to fire certain government deep state bureaucrats who are not appointees or just whatever the, the logistics are for that replacing leadership with, you know, nonpartisan hacks, because now we have, well, replacing the partisan hacks, the ones that truly think they are in control and are treated like they are in control. Donald Trump wants to dismantle it. He wants to walk in, without worrying about having to run for re-election and just start lobbing those live hand grenades into federal agencies, just tearing them apart, figuratively live hand grenades people. But on the same token, they know what Donald Trump wants to do to the federal government by dismantling it. And people are in a complete panic. They're in panic mode, including the current administration. Because while Donald Trump is campaigning on limited and less government and wanting to dismantle the deep state. Joe Biden is trying to make deep state government employees unfireable. I mean, you know, he wouldn't be doing that if Donald, if they were completely terrified of Donald Trump saying, yeah, when I get in, I'm going to dismantle the deep state. National Pulse ran an article. Raheem Kassam's organization. You should go follow the National Pulse. Go give them a subscribe. They come up with some good articles. Biden is trying to make globalist government employees unfireable. I wonder why. Well, because Donald Trump wants to come in and fire them all. So let's put some policies in place so he can't do that. This is how sick these people are. And he's also hoping that maybe these globalist deep state government employees, if he makes them unfireable, that some of them will come, I don't know if I'd use the words, come to the defense of the big guy if the house of cards does fall on him with all of this corruption, which I seriously doubt it's going to, unless Hunter Biden's going to come up with some juicy shit to cooperate on. That's still a possibility. President Joe Biden's White House proposed a change to federal statute on Friday. Oh, just this past week that aims to make it more difficult for future presidents. Gee, I wonder what outlook they have on the 
presidency in 2024. That they have to do this now? A little after the middle of his first term that they know he's not going to have a second term? We better do something to make it more difficult for future presidents to fire federal workers because we're not afraid of losing power, right? So why do we have to do this? Oh, because we're afraid of losing power and getting exposed. So they want to make it more difficult for future presidents, Donald Trump, to fire federal workers and rein in the globalist deep state. Keep the deep state in. The rule change would extend extended job protections for career federal employees, even if their position is reclassified and explicitly limits the president's ability to remove those protections to only appointed positions. So they want to make appointed positions. Okay. And they want to reclassify them as non-appointed positions so they can't get fired. Oh, Rocket, you... You place a cigar order. <laughs> they're they're going to go out today. In October of 2020. And Jonathan Allen, you, you, you smoke a lot of cigars or you're giving them out to people. You're, you, I think, I don't know how many times you ordered already. That and throwing money into the Rumble Rants uh, chat. You're out of control. I want your job. Speaking of, the January 6th Christmas gift card drive is doing amazing. With your your donations in the in the Rumble rants, and I've also had people send me donations on Cash App and Venmo, and spe- and specifically put for the J Six kids. Got to go through them all. Uh, Rumble apparently is gonna. I, I had to do something in behind the scenes with Rumble, and I think they're gonna be sending me a check for payouts. That's that's sort of seeing so far. So hoping to actually see that at some point down the road. But we're gonna be doing that until. Um, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, we're going to cut it off, I think. And we'll see how it's going. If people want to donate after, I I think they'll be able to, because it's just a matter of me getting gift cards and then getting them to uh, the Patriot Freedom Project and Cynthia use to, to, uh, to give out to all the J6 kids that she's helping with the family. So in October of 2020, President Trump signed an executive order establishing the Schedule F classification for federal employment. Federal workers who held influence over policy could be assigned the Schedule F designation, effectively making them at-will employees and easier to fire, which is important. The order was issued in response to efforts by some career federal employees to resist and hinder President Trump's policy agenda. Biden's increase in federal Worker protections might slow down the re-implementation of Schedule F, but it won't stop it, according to former Trump administration official James Shirk. The Biden administration can, if they want, make removing poorly performing senior bureaucrats harder on themselves, said Shrek in a recent interview, adding the next administration can just easily rescind those restrictions with regards to reissuing Schedule F. This proposed rule would be a speed bump, but nothing more. Well, that's a relief, but it just still the whole big picture is Joe Biden and his regime is doing everything they can to protect the deep state. You work three jobs, Rocket? That's, that's crazy. Hmm. A lot of respect and props there. That's crazy. So, yeah, Donald Trump wants to dismantle the deep state. The Biden regime wants to reinforce and make the deep state stronger. Donald Trump is looking to review cases for pro-life protesters and pro-life activists and January 6th defendants for pardons and commuted sentences while other Republicans are cheering for the prison sentences that these January 6th political prisoners are getting, all of them, and even hoping for the imprisonment for the rest of his natural life, Donald Trump. And that's coming from Democrats in the DeSantis camp. So it's wild out there. And if you haven't hit the thumbs up button on his video yet, you're a fed. If you're a fed, you're a fed. What's that? If you're a jet, you're a jet. Hit the thumbs up. Don't be a fed. It's Monday. We have a whole week ahead of us. Tomorrow we'll be doing uh, We the People Radio tomorrow night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. 
I know I didn't bring it up, but you know the deal. MyPatriotCigars.com. I mean, how many how many logos do I have to have behind me? You see my light-up one? Somebody made that for me and gave it to me over the weekend. It's all etched in PVC, and it uh, it lights up different colors. I figured I'd throw it back there. Had a really great cigar event this weekend, actually, on Saturday in New Jersey, and uh, a lot of people came up to me and was so happy about meeting me and about the brand and how far it's come in, 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 in a year. And, uh, well, you know, I told that person, well, thank God for the conservative movement and the MAGA movement because they're the ones who really helped propel Patriot Cigar uh, Company into what it's becoming. And it's, uh, I think it's going to become something big, slowly but surely. You know, I don't do it full-time, but I promote it full-time. And it's, uh, it's, it's quickly becoming that way. It is, um, it's great. And I, I the... The more successful the, the Patriot Cigar Company gets, the more I can help organizations like the Patriot Freedom Project and uh, getting cigars to deployed service members and things like that. And I want to do more, but I'll tell you what, it is hard finding a, a legit organization, nonprofit to want to support. They all look legit. And then you start kind of like, eh, you get a weird, when I get a weird feeling, I'm like, eh. Maybe I'll just stay out of it. Maybe it's just easy that way. I don't want to end up throwing my money into a fire pit. I do enough of that anyway. IT Rocket, you do IT during the day, electric and HVAC in the evenings, and automotive on the weekend. You're a jack of all trades. Are you a master of none? Now you're probably good at it all. Electric, HVAC in the evenings, and then you work on cars on the weekend. That's wild. That's crazy. All right, everybody, I think we're going to uh, wrap up this episode of MAGA Mornings, this very rainy Monday where I am. I hope you all had a good weekend, and uh, I'll be back I'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. Hopefully our boy AP Unfiltered will be back, which reminds me, and I'm still just trying to look him up because he was, he was following my, the, the Facebook page, and he was on here, the uh, Kung Fu Brian. And for the life of me, I cannot find his last name because when I first started MAGA Mondays, he was in here every morning, like all of you now. He was like one of the first ones. He'd be like, oh, another great MAGA morning. He'd shout out the weather. He was from Kentucky. And then he was missing a few days. And then he comes back and he's like, oh, yeah, I had, a, I had open heart surgery and I died. And they gave me, they, they did CPR on me and broke all my ribs. He was, he, he was, he was on in the chat from ICU. You've probably heard me talk about him. And then he was in the hospital and he was, he was in the chat and then he was missing for a couple of days because they, they gave him too much pain medication because they literally broke all of his ribs doing CPR on him. I don't know how old he is, but, um, and then he, he, he had said in the chat one day and it might've been in, in an evening show cause he was in the evening shows too. Um, He's a he's a subscribed member. He pays five dollars a month, and his subscription is still valid. But for whatever reason, and I have to contact Rumble, I cannot access his actual name through Rumble. There has to be a way. I have to figure it out because he's been he hasn't he's gone he's gone, and I I, I I'm I'm hoping for the best, but it's like he hasn't been he hasn't been in the show in weeks and weeks, and he you know the guy had open heart surgery. And he died and he had CPR done on him. And then he was, you know, brought back to life in the chat talking about all of his broken ribs and how he was in a step down facility and getting ready to come home. And then he just disappeared. I mean, I think I don't even know the guy. And I think about him here and there, like, because he was so great in the chat and he was so supportive of the show, even before I started the morning show and just the evening shows. And now he's not around anymore. And I, I, I hope, I hope to God that he didn't pass away, but uh, I don't know. I'm still I'm still on the hunt for Kung Fu Brian, and I, I just I I can't I I don't know why I can't remember his last name from the Facebook following, and I can't find him on there when I do a search. I think I have to sit down and look a little harder. I kind of obsessing about it a little bit because I want to make sure he's still all right. But anyway, neither here nor there. Um, yeah, man, make the paper while it's still worth something. Exactly. So we're not all out there trading stones and and jewels. Just keep looking for the F-35. Maybe we'll get a reward. Or you could sell it for scrap. I cannot, I still can't believe. We got to keep, everyone needs to keep an eye on that story. Missing F-35 fighter pilot. 
Lorianne, if you find it, you should hop in the in the cockpit and take some selfies and post them everywhere, please. So, all right, everybody, that's going to be it for today. I'll uh, I'll see you tomorrow morning, eight a.m. Eastern. Hit the like, hit the follow, hit whatever it is, the thumbs up, or you're a fed. As always, MAGA hat stays on. Have a good day. I'll see you tomorrow.